The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Okay, so a couple months ago, I had a podcast about the Mandela Effect here on Talk is Jericho, and I was reached out to on the Twitter um, by SMQ. <laughs> I don't know exactly if that stands for something or if that's your secret name or, or if it's just an alias or whatever, but reached out to do something more about the Mandela Effect, but now there's something even bigger going on. Uh, so I have, how do I address you? Are you SMQ or, or, or what are we calling you here, bud? Well, I'm, I go by SMQ to everyone. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I have a career and I've had a career for 20 years in information technology and I don't want to lose the career um, in the process of what I'm doing. So that's that's why I, I go by SMQ and I don't go by my full name. Gotcha. So it is kind of a secret, uh, kind of a, a pseudonym, a, a stage name, if you will, to kind of protect you from from being known around the world by, by the stuff that you're that you're talking about. Correct. Yeah. And um, uh, the, the the reason the reason why is I've also had to step up my security since I started talking with my most recent contact. I've had to do a VPN. I've had to do. Um, encrypted uh, phone calls and things like that. So I've had to step up security quite a bit. I've had to, um, you know, I've had hackers surround me, the whole thing. So it's, it, the stakes are getting higher and higher all the time. Now, why is that? What, what exactly is it that, um, that you're having hackers surround you and all this other stuff? Well, it sounds real cloak and dagger, but I, I had just the re- regular Mandela Effect show and I'm, you know, on YouTube and I was, we were just going on with our weekly shows and then we were also starting to get more into the philosophical side because we had already talked about it with, with my team about, all right, we've already have documentation that the Mandela effect is real. We understand that large swaths of the population, they're simultaneously uh, misremembering, according to mainstream science, the same things 30 years before they all knew they were all misremembering together. Like the Ed McMahon thing, him never working for Publishers Clearinghouse. So that presupposes that everyone back in the 80s, they misremembered all at the same time, exactly the same memory, and they came together, you know, in 2016, 2015, 2017, and so on. And then suddenly they've just, they all remember right down to the exact same thing. And that's how we knew, okay, there's no point in rehashing whether or not C-3PO's leg was was gold or not. We know that, mm-hmm. okay? Right, there's no point. And other channels do that, and that's fine for first-level people who are just like level one. So we decided we're going to get deeper into uh, research, the scientific side of it and everything. And eventually, my main researcher, Buster, 1978, he found a CIA FOIA document called the Gateway Process. And um, we have that. We have the document. We have the link to CIA.gov. And ultimately, the, C- the, the document in itself is such a powerful document that it, it completely changes your paradigm once you're able to read the document and actually comprehend what it's saying. And ultimately, the basis of the document is that it's from the Monroe Institute. And the Monroe Institute is a, it's a scientific slash, I, I guess you would say, parapsychology kind of place. But I, it's really something beyond that. And what the CIA did was they worked with the Institute, including their own kind of uh, departments, to come up with the gateway process document. And inside the document, ultimately, they described the universe and existence as a hologram. Mm-hmm. And they call 
Um, basically, what we have, our reality is a band of frequency. And what they do inside the gateway process is they they do this uh, focus 12 state and different focus states is what they call it. And what they do is is click out of reality. So what you're able to do is you're able to click out of this band of frequency in reality. And from there, you know, like it says here, I'll, I've read it a million times, but I can read it just real quick if you've got Please it. It's one, sure, it's one line here um, on it. And it says here, as you click out of reality, uh, page 27, section J, be intellectually prepared to react to possible encounters with intelligent non-corporeal energy forms when time-space boundaries are exceeded. Section K, arrange to have groups of people in focus 12 state unite their altered consciousness to build holographic patterns around sensitive areas to repulse possible unwanted out-of-body presences. So they're talking essentially about ETs, or they're essentially talking about whatever, however you want to call them, but they're not human. And they're not in this vibrational frequency that we call you know, Earth or reality or, or whatever it is. So we went on and on analyzing the document. And finally, around April, not around, exactly on April 26th, I was contacted by an anonymous government contractor. And that's how he prefers to be called. Mm-hmm. And um, we set things up and we ended up talking. And he started to tell me that, you know, this UFO thing is going to start breaking because they can't. They can't control it anymore, the, the flow of information. Hmm. They can't control the flow of information anymore. So it's going to start breaking, and it's going to start breaking in a big way. So I, for just some reason, I decided to take the chance and risk um, with my audience, my small audience, but it's an audience of um, MEs that are very dedicated, and they read the literature, they read the documentation from whether it's the CIA, uh, the DOD, the DIA, we, we provide all the documents if we're talking about something. So on a May 1st, I did a hard turn from the Mandela effect, and I decided to start concentrating on the gateway process uh, document on, on letters J and K where they talk about non-corporeal entity forms. And that's how I, I moved into the UFO area, saying there's going to be a big break with this UFO thing. And the process he kept saying is that there's twofold and, and the public has it wrong. There's disclosure, which is, which is the second stage. And the process that we're all undergoing right now is called confirmation. And that's when all the, and he, well, he predicted it. And I put it out there, I think on my TFR show, mm-hmm. uh, two days later around April 28th, I said, look, this UFO thing's about to drop. It's going to explode. And by May 1, I was talking about it on my YouTube channel. And of course, by it was mid-May, I think, I, everyone from you know the New York Times to the Washington Post to Newsweek were talking about, um, and, and, and within like a week's time, it ramped up to the Navy is looking into these UFOs to UFOs exist to, okay, they're here. And literally the Washington Post article is UFOs exist and you're going to have to get used to that reality. I'm... I'm hardly paraphrasing. That's literally what the article said. This was literally just, just it was just published recently. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I would say the second week of May. You can just, um, yeah, Washington Post UFOs are real. You know, I'm gonna, I'm googling it myself because I didn't hear anything about that. So, so this happened. Wow, there you go. UFOs exist, and everyone needs to adjust to that fact. Right. Huh. And what? Yeah, it's been and. The general population, gin pop is what we call it. Most people, they don't know this is happening. And the problem that the government is facing is they're reaching out to people like me to reach out to the general population to let them know. Because the problem is eventually it's going to ramp up and you are going to have UFOs in your life. And it's going to be a regular part of your life. So you need to start paying attention what it's saying is that UFO is not necessarily an alien from another planet, but a, a unidentified flying object that can't be explained. That's what they're saying. They're saying that that's what a UFO is, the scientific definition of what they're talking about. Right now, that's what they're releasing, yes. Right. But you're saying it's more than that. Well, I know it is. It is more than that, yeah. So what happened was I released that. No one paid attention. That's fine. And no one paid attention to these because you can do the New York Times. You can do the Post. Uh, they had it on Good Morning America. It was very odd because the the population, I think there it's like the five stages of grief because you're realizing your your civilization is is going to change in a fundamental way. So you're kind of mourning 
you're in the beginning, at least I went through it, the five stages of grief, that you're, you're mourning the loss of your old civilization. And that's what's going to eventually happen to the general population. But the problem is they're not going to have the, the proper time to go through the five stages. So what needs to happen is people like you that have larger audiences, you need to start talking about this in order for people to prepare themselves for what's going to happen to them. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. So when you say people need to prepare to what's happening to them, well, what's going to happen to them? What's going to happen is, you know, real, the, the fundamental, well, already what has already happened is we know we're not alone. That's, that's the first thing. The second thing that's already out there, we understand fundamentally now that the moon, and that's slowly coming out, and I predicted that as well. Um, you can check my Twitter, and I have that pinned on there, and I was correct. If you go to my Twitter feed, and the process, what I'm trying to do is, and what we're going to do with my contractor is, I'm going to pre- keep predicting these events, and they're going to keep happening. And you'll see on June 1st, I said, June 1st, I just talked to my source, the next, the next major drop of UAP, UFO information, is going to involve the moon or the ocean. They've always been among us. The moon was on the floor. And then... Of course, what happened was it dropped, and again, no one paid attention that the moon surprised, but it, it, it's, it has this core. It's not really the core. It's the entirety of the moon is made of metal. It's metallic. The moon isn't what we thought it was. The core of the moon itself, and it was put out on all the scientific and mainstream papers, that the, the moon is a metallic object. And the moon itself actually is, um, it's actually alien in origin. Hmm. In, in in the literal form, that is, it's an it's an alien satellite. Okay. Now my next prediction, well, they're not even my predictions. My uh, my contact says, okay, the next thing to say is this, and then I I put it out there. The next thing is there's going to be a gigantic crystal found, uh, a crystal dome, bigger than New York City, is going to be found on the on the ocean floor, and it's going to be bigger than New York City. That's the next thing that's going to drop. That too is alien in origin, and it's not natural. So that's the next thing that's going to happen. And you know this information how? Well, from my uh, my contact, the uh, the anonymous government contractor. Go ahead. That's I predicted the moon. It was correct. I predicted the UFO. It was correct. I'm predicting the crystal dome. It will be correct. And then I will get the next bit of information, and it's going to be correct. So that's what's happening. So what exactly is is the crystal dome under the sea? It is it is alien. It is it's an alien base. What, okay, <laughs> lots of stuff here, obviously, to discuss. Because, like you mentioned, with Washington Post saying that UFOs are real, but not saying that aliens are real. Basically, saying that don't get carried away and think that there's little green men inside of these UFOs. You're saying that's not necessarily the case. Well, I'm saying that's you know there, there's a responsibility you have to have when you release something like this is and. You have to worry about the state of, or at least they do, they need to worry about the state of society, right? Mm-hmm. If everyone were to take this all at once, everything I'm telling you, there could be a collapse of all the major kind of things that create society, right? They would Religion would undergo a massive change. You know, government certainly would have a difficulty wrangling the population, you know, it, it would be it would be very difficult. So what they're trying to do is slowly get this information out. And it's not it's I, I from what I gather, 
Um, and I'm, and by no means I'm, I'm not an insider. I don't, you know, I'm just a regular person who was very interested in the Mandela effect. But anyway, the, they're trying to get the information out so society can start to consume it and internalize it. So the shock won't be so bad as, as we, we move on in this process of confirmation. Hmm. Okay. So when you're talking about that, and like you said, cause it seems, it seems to me that this is kind of um, a slow reveal, shall we say, where Washington Post is saying, okay, guys, we're admitting to you that UFOs are real, but they're not necessarily manned by aliens. And the next step will be, oh, by the way, UFOs are real and so are aliens too. Yes. Because that's kind of how long, I mean, it's the age old question. How long have they known this to be the case? We know, well, how about instead of we? I know. Mm-hmm. I know from what my contractors told me that they've always been among us to not be afraid. And um, yeah, I mean, that's it. They've always been among us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In terms of them knowing, that's part of the process of changing it from UFO to UAP. UAP would be unidentified alien. Aerial phenomena. Gotcha. Aerial phenomena. Gotcha. And that's also why they call it, instead of disclosure, they're calling it confirmation because they're trying to remove the baggage of UFO and disclosure because not only do you get to remove that kind of baggage, but you also get to start with a clean slate because just like the government, there's a lot of people 70 years ago, they weren't even born yet. You and I weren't even born yet. When when the government made this decision, we had no say in the government deciding to keep this a secret, you know? And, and and something about the core being around World War II is whenever everything really happened. And, and my my contractors told me some things. But anyway, it's, it's around World War II is when we knew um, in terms of, I guess, officially the government, quote unquote, the government. Although what I'm learning about the government is really it's a different, it seems like different pockets and mechanisms that are almost semi-autonomous. And it has a lot to do with... Um, it has a lot to do with private contractors, so it's it's very interesting. Anyway, that's a side point. Sorry, uh, that's a side point. It's very it's it's, it's very interesting. Anyways, if side point or not, but continue. <laughs> so about about it is you know there's a lot of decisions that were made that the current government has that they had no say in. So what they're trying to do, and fair enough, if you've been in government 20 years and you just found out yourself five years ago, you know, are you burdened with all of the sins of, of people that came before you? That's not fair. You know, especially if you found out five years ago and you're like, okay, we have to start releasing this information. How do we begin this process? And that's why you also have, you know, to the stars of Academy, when you had Luis Elizondo, uh, in 2017, his speech, his speech was confirmation. And if you, you have to go and listen to the speech around the 10 minute mark, his famous speech on To the Stars Academy with Luis Elizondo. That was the speech where they actually told society that was confirmation. He told society in so many words. And give us a, 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 a back a backstory on who Luis Elizondo is. Luis Elizondo right now, he's on the History Channel doing a disclosure um, series right now mm. that they just started. And that's part of this rolling out uh, so that people can begin to internalize and accept what's, what, what is real. The reality has always been here. Now, now we're, we're going to understand. Remember when Giuliani was saying about 9-11, the danger had always been there. It's just now, you know, now we're, we're aware of the danger. You know, that famous speech he gave, that, that, you can, that applies here. Only they're not a danger well, at least that I know of, that they've told me they're not a danger, but they've always been here. It's just a matter of lifting that veil so we know we know they're here now. Also, too, what, what we want to do is have people be able to internalize this because I'm already at the point where I'm thinking, wow, are there shape-shifting lizard people? I used to make fun of, fun of those people, mm-hmm. right? Because the problem is whenever you do the slow leak like that, if people haven't had time to internalize things, you know, they'll get, they'll jump to conclusions and, and it becomes reckless and dangerous. So that's why, you know, that's why I'm talking to you and we're trying to get the word out. Yeah. Because you talk about the, the lizard people, that was always kind of one of the, the quote unquote conspiracy theories. And you see, you know, you go online and see George Bush with strange reptilian eyes and Justin Bieber and that sort of thing. But you're saying the shape shifting lizard people might not be so far off. No, no, my point is that is no, no, that's not it at all. My my point is that 
If you suddenly just say and you just leave it there, hey, UFOs are real, we're stopping there, then you leave open to interpretation that anyone that has said anything about UFOs suddenly can lay claim to that. And that's why this process is not going to stop there, is, was, was my ineloquent way of putting, making my <laughs> point, right? Is that, no, this is part of an ongoing process to cover all those bases. And from what I understand, I'm not entirely sure that our government has full control of whether or not disclosure is rolled out at, on their timeline. And that's why they're picking this up so rapidly. Now, that's just my impression, but I have been talking since the late, late April to this person. So that's my, my understanding, that it may not be exactly in our control and whether our say in terms of, of the United States government and in terms of world governments, particularly the, uh, the um, NATO and the UN um, coalitions. It's not exactly under their, under their control. So the best thing to do is get it out and just rip the Band-Aid off, and that's what's happening. And it's odd no one's paying attention. Like, Think about this, man. The New York Times and the Washington Post are telling you UFOs exist. The U.S. Navy is saying not only are they – go up to the hill.com and you look for it. The Navy's already asking Congress for the money to, to draw up the research and the paperwork so they can start data mining the information on, on these UFOs, which they already have. But it's, it's all it, – the whole world's a stage. So it's all out there. And the hill.com – they're the kind of people who listen to PBS and drive Volvos in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. Right. That's Right. So that's that's the level that this thing is at. And the general population has no idea. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Well, I mean, just a couple of things that you, that you mentioned here that I want to ask about. You mentioned that, you know, the, the aliens have been been with us all along. What in what in what aspect are you saying they've ingratiated themselves into society as shapeshifters? Or are they kind of hiding from them from from us? Or what is your thoughts on that? I don't know specifically. I, I was told it's sort of like a feedback loop. We are them, and they are us. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure I understand that. Explain. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think I'm going to need to to sort of. My understanding is that I don't know if it's if it's exactly close to like the ancient aliens model, mm -hmm. but my understanding is that aliens are aren't necessary. Well, first off, the first thing to cover, I suppose, because I'm trying to to put everything I've learned since late April, and now we're in mid June. Um, first, first things first. There is no um, aliens from outer space. The aliens are the best way that I can describe it to you is sort of like you tune into a radio station mm -hmm. and you tune into a certain, um, you know, like FM 101 or something. That would be our frequency. What the aliens do is they tune into our frequency. So there is no, when you think of craft and things like that in spacecraft, and then suddenly they appear or they disappear. That's, that's how they tune in. Or sometimes you'll see pictures of craft and it will look sort of luminescent or it will look something almost as if it's, um, almost as if it's not fully um, realized in this dimension. Mm -hmm. And that's true because it's all based on vibrational frequencies, something akin to cymatics. So 
you know, they tune in and out of this frequency that we can see. And, be, and the reason why they can do that is because human beings, through our five senses, we have a very narrow band that we can see through in the electromagnetic spectrum. And there's a very narrow band that our, that our senses, whether it's seeing and hearing primarily, but other senses too, like touch and smell and all those other things, there, it's a very narrow band that we see reality. They're always outside of that band. When they decide to tune in, that's whenever you start seeing those kinds of things and those kinds of anomalies around us. So that's that's sort of the first things first about that. Also, too, if you read the gateway process and the gateway document, the FOIA document, it explains that reality is a hologram. So, it, you know, that's why scientists are moving away slowly from the atomic model, particularly at the quantum level, and they're going more towards sort of like the matrix model, where it's like a, a binary, like a binary model, um, a binary frequency model of ones and zeros, like you would a, um, a normal, just a normal, you know, data processor. Um, if you want, I can read, uh, I can read a section that I read all the time on my channel. It's just a couple, um, it's just a couple uh, sentences. If, if, yeah, if it, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, awesome. It's page eight, uh, section 14, the consciousness matrix. The universe is composed of interacting energy fields, some at rest and some in motion. It is in and of itself one gigantic hologram of unbelievable complexity. The human mind is also a hologram which attunes itself to the universal hologram by medium of energy exchange, thereby deducing meaning and achieving the state which we call consciousness. And now... One of the more, more important parts about how we and they control the nature of reality is you, you go further into this, and it's a section called patterning. And some people would call this um, uh, the secret or um, the law of attraction or black magic or whatever you want to call it, but they call it patterning in the DOD, or at least the, Def the Department of the Army released by the DOD, run by the CIA, it says here. And in other words, the techniques of patterning recognizes the fact that since consciousness is the source of all reality, our thoughts have the power to influence the development of reality in time space as it applies to us if those thoughts can be projected with adequate intensity. However, the more complicated the objective sought, the more radically it departs from our current reality, the more time the universal hologram will need to reorient our reality sphere to accommodate our desires. Now, here's the more important part. Monroe trainers caution against attempting to force the pace of this process because the individual could succeed in dislocating his existing reality with drastic consequences. So there could be a dislocation in that reality. I'm supposing that perhaps the Mandela effect, because of these manipulations by other means, that we have indeed we've engaged in some kind of dislocation of our reality. And that's what I was supposing about reality whenever I was contacted. So, so you're saying it's kind of all, all mixing together with the Mandela effect, the aliens living on earth. That's all kind of holographic dimensional existence that we live in. Yes, correct. That is correct. So it's not from another planet, the aliens. No, no, they're not. They're not from another planet. Hmm. That's very, once again, it's very hard to kind of try and process all that in your, in your mind, just thinking about that. Yeah, it's difficult. Um, and for us, we had to, we had now, I've had over, well, we got, we found, well, we had the gateway process. We had that for months and it took, I've read it over a hundred times and it took us months and months to internalize it. And fortunately we had that time to do that before I was introduced to this contractor and he started to explain to me UFOs and what was going to happen to um, Earth. And so um, what, what you're going through, the whole population is going to go through. And imagine that on a massive scale if we don't start telling people. And, uh, and, and you know, people may not be as stable as you. They may be in a bad part in terms of their life, a rough patch, things like that. Now imagine that on a grand massive scale in the billions because they're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. Um, and apparently they don't know why, or, or I don't know. I, I just know that no one's paying attention and it needs to start dialing up a bit and people need to start tuning into this. So what do you think happens when, when this becomes more, 
prevalent and more people know it. And, and more importantly, it, the aliens kind of show them, them show their faces, show themselves. Because you mentioned earlier, it's not a danger situation. Yeah, it's not a danger situation in terms of like, you know, uh, you know, all the aliens coming down and eating people or, you know, snatching them or, or something like that. No, it's not that kind of situation as it was described to me. The biggest danger that, that we have to our, our institutions that keep society running right now is shock. And the shock is because everyone is so buried in their own lives and that's fine. And I understand that I have a life too. And I have, I have all those things that everyone else has that, that's a, that takes up most of your time. But there, there is, there's going to have to be a something, some kind of reinvention of civic responsibility. I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but there has to be a stepping up for people to start paying attention to the, to the world around them when it comes to an art, you know, things like this. So that's the, the biggest fear is actually with the people It's and in, in how they react, at least the way that I see it. And I think this process um, can be incredibly painless if we do it right. I think it can be incredibly beneficial. Uh, human beings have gone through abrupt changes like this before, and we're going to do it again. You know, and, and everything, it will, ultimately, everything is going to be okay. So I'm still kind of confused as to where the aliens are actually from. Uh, yeah, they're just, we have a infinite number of, rather than thinking of like time-like linear and thinking about space like it's a, it's a location, start thinking about things as like infinite number of dimensions or like radio channels mm -hmm. would be one of the, one of the, the, just the quickest sort of ways to get to it. You know, the way it was described to me is like our reality is like one thin sheet of glass, right? Mm -hmm. And there's other realities that have their other thin sheets of glass and they all lay on top of one another, you know, and that, and what, what can happen is those, those sheets of glass, they're made of frequency. They're made of vibrational frequencies, you know, like a, something akin to what I always talk about in cymatics because it's the best way to visualize it. And what can happen is, is you can tune out and, and then tune back into different, you know, vibrational frequencies or sheets of glass. And that's the, the travel that happens because the travel does happen. It's just not the way it was described. So what kind of form are these aliens? Are they in human form? Are they humans? That's a great question. Um, I need to ask that. And this is why I'm also, you know, I don't, I'm talking, the only thing I've been able to do is you're the first person that is actually talking to me about this. So you know, you, you, I don't. I, I need to ask these kinds of questions because no one's interested. So um, I was assuming this was going to be a a massive bomb. You know, I thought my YouTube channel was going to explode, and I was going to be able to explain to tens of thousands of people, you know, exactly what's going on. And the idea was to, you know, get people on board and 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 un, you know, people understand. But um, yeah, no. <laughs> Nobody's paying attention, and it's like, <laughs> do you, why, why do you think that? Why, why do you think nobody's paying attention? Because obviously, like you said, when you're reading this right out of the New York Post, they're basically telling you, "Here's what's going on." But even for me, that that has my ear to the ground for this sort of stuff. Hadn't heard of that until you just pointed it out, until you just said it. I'm I'm not a sociologist, I, and I'm certainly not a psychologist. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is denial. Um, mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is fear. Um, certainly I wouldn't have picked this up had he not pointed it out to me. And then, and then even then after it came out, it was a couple of days that it was out that I still, and then more and more articles started to come out. And soon every single media outlet is covered from CBS, ABC, Fox, the, the New York post, the New York times, PBS, everyone has covered this and no one picked up on it. And it's the weirdest, weirdest, weirdest thing. And it was, it never got trending. So um, maybe it's 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 all those things. It's it's the reality of we had fun, at least I did. I had fun with these ideas and these concepts, and and it was fun to, you know, um, to think about them in the abstract. But the realization of those things happening in my lifetime is a bit hard to swallow for me personally. So I don't know if that applies to you. Um, our experiences are just like with any human being, our experiences were, are incredibly different. So, you know, perhaps that's part of it. 
but you know, I would be speculating why no one's paying attention, but um, they need to start. I think it's, it's like you said, um, it's hard for people to accept this. I mean, even if you're talking about other, you know, conspiracy theories or, or strange phenomena, if you're talking about, you know, the assassination of JFK, it's not the way that, that it's been taught to people. And I think for them to hear differently from, which is, you know, a direct opposition to what they've known their whole lives, a lot of people aren't going to want to accept it because it's like, you know, damn it, that's not how it is. Get off my lawn sort of thing. There's no aliens. We've always been told there's no aliens. We've always, always been told you're crazy to believe in it. So I'm not going to change my mind. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I absolutely know what you mean. And I, I, I sympathize. I sympathize with it. I, I totally do. I totally get it. But this is happening. Period. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But beyond what I want, beyond my dreams and what I envisioned my old age to be like, this is happening. Period. So what is it what is it leading to? I, I think it I know confirmation is it, well, that's already happened, but whether or not we're we're going to it's I, I don't know. I don't know yet. I get told what I'm told and I, I release it as I, as I'm told. And then what I'm, I've been told things I can't say, and I've been told things that I can say. And what I can tell you is, is what I'm telling you now, whether or not there's going to be a UFO landing on the white house lawn, I don't know, but I certainly know that the government is trying to get this information out as fast as possible because I think it's getting out of, out of their hands. So certainly my speculation, uh, safe speculation would be certainly they're going to start appearing. And that's the, that's the, the golden question, though. Appearing is what, right? Like, like you said, right. uh, are they lizard people? Do they look like us? Are they giants? Are they midgets? Are they, it's like, what are they going to be? And what are they going to announce? And what are they going to want to do? Right. Well, I can tell you in terms of, of their intentions, I can tell you certainly, like I said, the real danger probably lies in us and not them. Um, and in terms of what form they take, I, I don't I don't know. I would imagine it would be humanoid form. I can I can ask, you know, you know, these are great questions. Well, yeah, it would seem, you know, once again, the, the two biggest questions that I have is what form are they going to take and what are they going to want to do? You know what I mean? Like if they've been walking among us for all this time, what's the overall agenda and end game to finally appear now? Right. Yeah. I'll, um, and he's may, he may have told me this. It's just that he's told me so much information. I mean, I'm in like mind meld. I mean, my mind is melted at this mm. point because my entire, my entire world, when he showed me some stuff, I got really sad and it was just, um, I just, I had beliefs about the world and they're just not true. And it's a lot to take in at one time. What are some of the other things that he's told you? I can't tell you. Oh, nothing? Nothing you can tell us? No. Oh, um, it's things about like what I thought the world was. Like, you know, I thought aliens would be out there and and they're not. They're they're not like out there in that sense that they they move in this way that it's like a vibrational frequency thing and that's how they move. There's no you know, jettison engines or warp speed or any of those things that I just had envisioned. And it's just not the case. And um, that's what probably things like that bothered me a lot. The idea of the Mandela effect truly being real and it being a side effect of all these things coming out right now, um, that bothers me a lot. Mm -hmm. um, though, though I've, I've experienced and seen some things and, and, you know, and naturally a lot of people have read about the Mandela effect and they've thought about it in the abstract. But when you start thinking about it as a side effect, it's, it, it, it really, it really is, is kind of a, um, it really hits home for you, you know, and, and the fact that the Mandela effect is indeed tied to CERN, um, and it's tied to, and CERN is just kind of the front facing apparatus. And what's CERN? What's CERN? Uh, CERN, it's a, um, they, they smash particles together in this huge circle in Europe. Yeah, hmm. it's a, um, so that's really ultimately what they do. It's just a, a big particle smasher. And they, they found, quote, the God particle and the Higgs boson and all the, you know. And um, there's other technologies that are hooked into CERN. And CERN and, and their technologies have a lot to do with, like the Mandela effect and all of this stuff is tied in together. Nothing out there that's very odd is in a vacuum. All of these things have to do with one another. 
like the way that I've put it on my channel, someone told me once they were like, Hey, you were Mandela effect. Now you're doing UFOs. And I'm like, and I told them, no, actually the point of the channel is to understand reality better. It began with the Mandela effect, but it's not as if ETs come down and go, Oh, this guy's Mandela affected. We're going to leave him alone. That's not how it works. Hmm. You dig for the truth. You dig for a real reality. And then you know, whatever you come up with is whatever you find and whatever you come up with. And that's it. It's really interesting. I was just, uh, just Googled what CERN is and it says our, our work helps to uncover what the universe is made of and how it works. We do this by providing a unique range of particle accelerator facilities to researchers to advance the boundaries of human knowledge. So that's basically exactly what they're doing is what you're talking about. Yes. And um, that's exactly what they're doing, and that's what they've been doing, and that's what um, our governments and and private contractors and and you know everyone's been doing. It. And and the thing about this truth is is there it's just this rolling kind of boulder that's going down the hill now, and it's picking up speed as we go as we go on. And um, you know it's 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 incredible, it's incredible. And all kinds of people you'll see in just weird little corners of the internet are are starting to come out with um, information. So. If you pay attention to different areas, different people are dropping like truth bombs everywhere. Yeah, Richard Dolan is a really well-respected u- ufologist, and um, I watch his channel quite a bit, and um, he has a lot of really great information. And he put out just a couple days ago some really great uh, information. So if you want to check that out, it's definitely it's definitely worth checking his channel out. And the uh, organizations that are associated with Richard Dolan are very important as well, because I think um, he really seems to be on the ball and he seems to be a very, very um, serious, serious person. So there's a lot of people that are kind of coming out now and, and, and trying to spread the word about this. Like even the fact that your informant is telling you these things and he just discovered you because of your because of your, your your channel, your YouTube channel, your podcast. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's you know there's a, maybe a screening. I'm I'm guessing I, maybe they did a background check on me or something. I don't know, but they they came across me, and I guess I'm one of the ones that's out there trying to tell people about what's going on. Um, oh, and it was the Admiral Wilson leaks. Those are the most important on Richard Dolan's channel. And I came out talking about those leaks. They were uh, from um, Bigelow's organization. So, what kind of leaks were they? Uh, they were talking about whether or not we had alien craft, and whether or not we were trying to backward engineer this particular craft. And indeed, it was a um, with the Admiral Wilson leaks. Uh, those documents pertaining to those, um, they're talking about. You know, it is in the affirmative that indeed. The U.S. government, well, excuse me, not the government, actually. Actually, the government was denied. You had a private contractor that uh, denied the U.S. government right up to the, the DIA was denying them access to, to the material, or I think even, even different kinds of paperwork applying to the material. So it's very interesting when you start looking into this, how the government works. It doesn't work in the way you would think. You would think, you know, somebody who's at the top of the food chain of the DIA, which is the Defense Intelligence Agency, when they would, um, you know, invoke their power, that people would snap to attention, but that really only works in the government, at least for this instance. And, And this particular private contractor must have had serious serious mojo so um it's um it was it's quite an interesting uh video series to get into and it's quite interesting but um yeah yeah i mean once again hey when you're talking about how your mind is melted mine is the same right now after all these things we talked about but let's just go back to the to the crystal uh dome underneath the water and you're saying that's some sort of alien base yes so from what you've kind of been piecing together here the aliens aren't from another planet, uh, but th- they're not holograms. They're actual physical beings. Are they able to live under the water? I mean, wh- what's going on under the water that they're able to do this? Well, first off, um, we're all uh, holographic, um, and that's why science is moving towards um, from an atomic model. They're going more towards like a, a binary model of ones and zeros rather rather than the atomic model. So that um, and that that gives us a more kind of digitized idea of reality and they're they're slowly moving towards that and that's because 
you can almost look at this reality in the fastest way to think about it is that it is like a video game and there can be changes to the code and, and that things like the Mandela effect are changes to the code and we're each individual nodes in, inside of this. And, and some of us didn't get the download is the way we put it. And those are people that, that, that see the changes. And then that those people that see the changes are the ones that are more likely to pick up on other things as well. So that's part of that. You can almost think of of aliens in a, in a lot of ways. They're 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 exactly like us. You know, they're exactly like us. So that's that's good. But in terms of like the base and things like that, I suppose it would be like a way of you dialing into a frequency and putting your own like code base there in that frequency in order for you to have a placeholder for a place for you to go is the best way that I can kind of visualize it, I suppose. Um, I don't really know. I'll have to get back and maybe ask some more questions. Wow, man. I mean, yeah. So I guess the question is moving forward. What do you see happening with all of this? Are we going to suddenly be hand in hand, side by side, living together with these with these uh, creatures, people, whatever beings, I guess you'd say. Well, I think, I think really it's a matter of a kind of density change in the way in which we see ourselves and one another. I think, um, I had, I talk about the parable of the waiter and it was when everything was first breaking, I thought this thing was going to explode and everybody, it would be on everybody's lips and everybody would be thinking about it. And I was out to dinner with someone and I showed it to a waiter. And I think it was like CBS.com and they were saying, you know, UFOs confirmed by Navy or something was the headline. It was a real provocative headline. And I showed it to the waiter and he immediately said, so are we all going to be okay? Or are we going to be safe? Which is the natural, normal, immediate reaction. And I had to talk him down and say, yeah, everything's going to be fine. We're going to be okay. Everything is going to be fine. And what was so odd was by the end of the meal, he had not just only maintained his composure he like gave me, you know how they do the little handgun like kind of symbol, you know, like like right back at you. And he said, okay, you know, I'll check out that UFO stuff you were talking about. Almost as if, it was almost like patronizing, but it was very odd. And it was, it, it struck me as very strange that he went from panic mode to saying something that you might say to someone, you know, to be sociable and to be nice and to maybe want a tip or whatever. Um, and you just say certain things. And that was something that we had connected on. So naturally you're going to bring that up, whatever you connect with someone on something. Right. So, right. And it was, and I knew he wasn't going to check up on it. So it was so weird. It was just so odd to me. It's still weird to me. All of it. Oh, it's, well, it's very weird yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. um, when, when, when you hear from your informant, shall we say, is it an email? Does he text you? Does he call you? How does that work? Uh, just different uh, means, but I mean, it's uh, we've got like this encrypted mode, and we've got just different, just different ways. Um, we spoke on the phone, yeah, and and just just different ways. What area of the government is he working in? I don't know. Gotcha. Is there ever uh, you mentioned before that you want to kind of keep keep your uh, profile on the down low as far as your identity? Uh, is yes, that because please. you feel that you might be in danger in any way, shape, or form, or you just don't want people to know what it is that you're doing kind of on the side? One, I don't want to lose my career. I've been working on my career for 20 years. Um, I have a family. Um, I have, um, you know, it's my whole life. It could be destroyed. Um, there are hackers that are trying to get to me that he's protecting me from. Um, this will destroy my life. Just, be just because you know this information? Yeah, because I know this information. I haven't transitioned from going to, I was hoping to, uh, transition from, cause I'm, I want to retire eventually out of it. And then I'd like to do full-time research maybe in a decade from now or something, but maybe that time clock will speed up where I can do uh, research and all these kinds of things as this unfolds. But if, if that doesn't happen and, and I stay in my regular job, then I could be destroyed. Um, also too, I don't have, I'm a normal person. I don't have um, a protective detail, so I could disappear. Um, I, I, you know, there there are different autonomous parts of the government, and they may not. Although it could be out everywhere, I'm taking you beyond what's being told. And I've been told that part of what I need to do is is let that out and, and go beyond what the headlines can go to to give the real truth to people, unvarnished, if they want it. 
And that way they'll have a better process transitioning into what's next. And what's next isn't danger, but there is a next. This is a process. It's going to happen. And so, you know, why I want to stay on the down low as long as possible, because eventually it will, it, someone's going to dox me or whatever. I just want to keep this as long as possible and get the information out. So, um, and for whatever reason, they picked me. Do you think, uh, I mean, I'm not thinking, I mean, obviously there's more that the government knows that they don't want us to know, I would assume. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah. Just like I know more. Um, and I can't, I, you know, I, I'll drip it out and some of it, I can never say anything. Sure, sure, sure. That's, that's part of it. Yeah. And it's, it, it's, it's a kind of, you know, it's a system. It's like any other system, you know, it's like any other system of discovery. Right. And it's like, it's like any other, any kind of rollout in a project system that you have, you have a beta test and then you have kind of, you know, a, a semi-production rollout and then you have a production rollout. That's, that's sort of the kind of mindset you can get into in terms of the phases of how this is going to happen. Now, I know you can't see the, the, the actual information of stuff that you know that you can't talk about, but what, what is it dealing with? When you say there's things that you can't talk about, oh, it- well, it's still U- it's UFO and alien. I, I I'm not, d- d- yeah, there, I don't know anything outside of that. Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, like like other if there's other uh, conspiracy theories or something. No, I don't, I don't. But you're saying you know more about what's going on with the aliens than you can say. Yeah, yeah, of course. Mm, wow, lots of mysteries there. Right? It's uh, it's very interesting stuff, SMQ. And uh, I guess just as we wind down here. What do you think, I mean, if you had to guess, what do you think the timeline is for kind of the big reveal after all of these clues have kind of being been dropped for the last few months, year, what, what have you? Uh, in terms of, um, and I think it's just going to be an ongoing timeline. And I, I don't know if it's flexible or not, depending on, you know, how the population reacts. I'm not entirely sure. I just think that people should know that, you know, for a long time, we had a fear-based system, right? Mm-hmm. We had a, a system based on fear and scarcity. And the, the, the faster we can, you know, transition to a more loved-based system and a more communal kind of um, system where we care about one another and, and, and less about ourselves and, and just in the general, you know, I think that will make it easier, you know, for all of us and to really recognize each one of our, our, our own potential that's inside of us, I think, in terms of being a better human being. I think that will make the process much easier uh, as we move forward from here. And certainly, like I said, they've always been among us. Um, if, if they wanted to do anything like an alien horror movie, they could have done it a thousand years ago, 50 years ago, 500 years ago. So they didn't. So we already have that answer in terms of by their own actions that they haven't you know, Mars attacks, it didn't happen where mm-hmm. they just came down with lasers and saucer ships and, you know, ate us. So that didn't happen. So we know that we already have that answer. What we need really is like you said, you know, what form is it going to take? How, how prevalent is it going to be? What's the timeline in terms of rollouts? These are all wonderful questions. Great questions. It's interesting. It's interesting too, because when we're talking about them not really coming from, from, space or whatever it may be when you're when you're when you're talking about even that washington post article and saying how this originally started because the navy had so many ufos flying into airspace and wondering what it was and and not getting any real you know any real uh answers from anybody but you're talking about they mentioned that these these spherical objects shall we say have no air intake no wind no exhaust they're not burning fuel those are obviously aircraft and technology. So you're saying it's not from another planet. It's just from another dimension where they're still much more advanced than we are in, in, in their, you know, shipbuilding and, and that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So, well, that would, that would mean that we could probably learn from them. Maybe, maybe that's part of the end game is teaching us some things that we don't know. Cause when you're going back to, you know, they, they could have shown themselves thousands of years ago. When you look at the phenomenon of, of, of a pyramid being built, for example, and just how insane that is to even imagine how they're able to do that 10,000 years ago, or whatever it may be. Oh, totally. Absolutely. And those kinds of technology. And, and that's my point about, you know, this rollout, it leaves a lot of things open to interpretation. Now is ancient aliens, was that correct? Like, mm-hmm. l- like literal, not something you can, 
sit around with like, you know, uh, you know, with your friends in a beer over a campfire and just talk about it. No, was that literal? Did that really happen? And now those kinds of things are kind of on the table. And really, I think too, the biggest thing that, and you could take that from that PBS article I read that says, you know, we can accept UFOs, but that doesn't mean we have to accept aliens. It's, it's the death of skepticism. And understand when you have a society based in that kind of skepticism, what you really have is a distrustful society. And I think that transition needs to take place where the skeptic is no longer the hero, especially in like social media, where the skeptic is the one that you have to convince, you know, the UFOs are, you know, it's real. It's a, it's a real thing and it's going to ramp up. And that kind of skepticism, you know, it shouldn't be on the forefront now as much as it was before, particularly with people who would consider themselves kind of, um, I, I would say, almost professional skeptics, um, scientism, uh, the way in which the, the scientific community works right now, a lot of those things can be in a form of flux for a while. And, and while it's in that form of flux, rather than lash out at things, um, a, a more productive stance to take is for once to not say, I know everything. And I'll be the, and I'll be the one in the room to tell everyone the way it's going to be. Because eventually we may not be, you know, as individuals and as groups in terms of, of quote, you know, the butt science crowd, they may no longer be the ones that can have all those answers, you know, and that's, that's a hard, that's a hard pill to swallow for some people, particularly depending on, you know, what, what kind of science they're into. So yeah, definitely. Lots to think about, but I think the most important thing uh, at SMQ and one of the reasons why we wanted to do this is to kind of spread awareness that this is happening. And once again, this is not two guys talking, you know, fantasy. You guys can go yourself and just Google, like SMQ said, UFO sightings uh, on the Washington Post. And they're saying out loud headline reads, UFOs are real. You're just going to have to get used to it. And I think that's kind of, once again, like you said, a lot of people have not... Uh, heard of this or come to terms with it but it's going to happen ufos exist and everyone needs to adjust to that fact in the washington post so it was great to have you to uh, kind of explain some of this smq and when you get more information we need to hear it um and you know you know chris i appreciate you taking the time um and you i appreciate you being the first to reach out and if you like you can be uh, the first I talk to, if you if 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 you like, um, as soon as I hear, I can let you know. Absolutely, we'll keep an on running commentary here. Like we mentioned on Talk is Jericho, we've got a huge fan base of people who believe in what we're talking about, and like I said, whether you believe it or not, it's there in print for all to see. So, dude, thank you so much, man, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, how this all unfolds. When we get more information, let us know, and we'll uh, we'll have you on again. Well, thank you, I appreciate it. Really do. All right, dude. Have a good day. Thanks, man. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks again to the mysterious SMQ for taking the big risk and sharing the info about UFOs and aliens uh, that his top secret government source shared with him. It'll be interesting to see how this all shakes out. We'll stay in touch with SMQ for any further updates as the story unfolds. And speaking of further updates, right now, I'm telling you, Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager Part 2 uh, is, is, is uh, we're getting there. We're 94% sold out. Uh, you can follow us on the Twitter at Jericho underscore cruise. Let's find out all the news about how we are nearly sold out. Like I said, over 94% sold out. Book your cabin now. There's less than 50 left at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. We want you to come in and join all the fun that's going to ship, have the vacation of a lifetime. I'm going to be there. All Elite Wrestling is going to be there, uh, including MJF, Cody, uh, Brandy Rhodes, Dr. Britt Baker, the Young Bucks are going to be there, Adam Page, uh, a lot more announcements to come. We also got, you know, Ric Flair, we got Fozzie. We got Kickaxe, we got Brad Williams, we got Shaw Guerrero, Vicky Guerrero, Chavo Guerrero, uh, Rubik's Cube, Killer Queens, DDP's doing live yoga uh, on the ship Beyond the Darkness, hosting more creepy paranormal events. You'll be telling ghost stories. Um, I mean, Jack Slade's keeping the ice. Uh, Red Cup Jeff's going to be there. Teddy Irvin telling you all the uh, greatest uh, stories from the NHL history. MVP, Booker T, Queen Charnel, Charmel, Jake the Snake Roberts, the NWO, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, X Pac. Everyone is going going to be there the dave spivak project and like i said fozzy uh don't miss out go to chrisjerichocruise.com this is not some kind of a of a promotion we really are uh, over 94 percent sold out with less than 50 cabins remaining 
don't get left behind. I know it's still six months away, but trust me, you're not going to want to miss this. There's still some other big announcements uh, uh, happening. So uh, all I got to say is come join us at ChrisJerichoCruise.com and come join us uh, uh, as Fozzie plays with Nickelback next month, uh, August 22nd and the 24th, Uncasville, Connecticut and uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, we're playing with Nickelback. It's going to be great. And then we basically go straight from there into the Unleashed in the West Tour, starting September 5th, Denver, Colorado. September 6th, Colorado Springs. September 7th, Grand Junction, Colorado. 8th to Salt Lake City. Crystal Bay, Nevada on the 11th. The 12th to San Francisco. 13th, Sacramento. 14th in Los Angeles, supporting Iron Maiden at the Bank of California Stadium. That's right, a stadium with Iron Maiden in Los Angeles. Don't get much better than that. 15th is Las Vegas. Then we get 18 in San Diego. 19, Tempe, Arizona. 20 in Tucson. 21, El Paso. Dallas and Houston, uh, and that's with the Sons of Texas, uh, 21, 25, 26, 27, Hattiesburg, uh, Mississippi, and then September uh, 28th in Atlanta at the Masquerade. All ticket and gig info at FozzyRock.com. Plus, join us for the best VIP uh, experience you're going to have. We play a, a private show just for you. You get to meet us and greet us and hang out. And we sign stuff. We tell stories. It's a great time. FozzyRock.com for all Fozzy meet and greet and gig info. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, a little mysterious today, but we're opening it right up to have some fun with one of the best uh, heels, one of the best promos in the business today on Friday. MJF is going to be here. We put aside our differences just for this episode. Uh, you definitely want to hear what he has to say because he has basically a 60-minute promo. It's a great show. Uh, we'll see you on Friday. Until then, stay hard, stay hungry, peace, love, and hugs, and a big yeah, boy. And remember, UFOs are real. Just deal with it.